0: Well, we've got an incredibly long Bible passage to look at. It's a verse.
1: I'm just going to read John 14, verse 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. And do not let them be
0: afraid. we've still got the children here. Come on, go, have fun.
1: Now, if you were here last week, Joseph gave the children, uh, was it celebrities, a box of celebrities? you'll be amazed they weren't all eaten. So before the children come back down and get their cup of coffees, Linda's going to bring the basket out and give it to us for a change. We'll do that when the service is ended. So it's Advent. The Advent themes are of hope that we had last week. Peace for this week. Next week, with Gary, it will be joy. And finally, love. But I think we're all aware at the moment of the great need for all these things in the world, especially in 2023, but I guess that could be said for any year. But what do we mean by peace? You see, peace is linked to many different things. Peace of mind. Peace and quiet. Peacemaking, just to name three. Is peace something we imagine as a goal for all time? Or is it focused on the present? Who are we thinking of when we speak of peace? Ourselves and our lives are often distracted, bearing different kinds of stress. Is it peace for our world? where we watch North Korea testing its nuclear weapons capability? Where Russia's military invasion upon the Ukraine causes heartache, loss of life, loss of property, loss of everything? There's lack of peace in so many places. What does peace mean to the inhabitants of Gaza? What about refugees and asylum seekers? For those whom poverty is a daily reality. What about those whom the struggle seems hopeless and only drugs or alcohol offer some relief, however fleeting and costly?
0: How do we talk about peace today when it
1: just seems to be so far off for so many? You see, peace, when we think of it like that, seems a distant hope and not related to our everyday lives. But peace is not an abstract thing that we hope the world
0: will attain sometime. For many
1: people, peace. Is what they cry out for the present. It could mean something like an absence of violence. It could mean a place of security. It might even mean having no financial worries. Unlike hope, which is more future-focused, peace concerns the
0: here and now.
1: And while it may seem a strong need for many people, it is about every one of us. It knits us all together because it is not something that we can leave to other people. As we see and when we are, we are called to act for peace. Peace is about the very pathway that we are on. Richard Rohr says, There is no path to peace, but peace itself is the path. He also says, We do not think ourselves into new ways of living. We live ourselves into new ways of thinking. Now, that may need a little thought. It implies that peace is not just about how we live. It is also the fact that we have
0: freedom, to change.
1: Peace in our lives can mean many things. It can be very close to people every day. Let's imagine an example, which may seem far fetched but is a reality for many people. Let's imagine a young woman, her name Rachel, Rachel suffers from anxiety. She rarely feels peace with herself or other people because the world appears to be a threatening place. Over the years, she has tried to create a feeling of security and safety. She has developed routines for herself. When she gets up in the morning, she needs to do everything in the same order. She must put on her left shoe before she puts on her right shoe. She always buys the same brand of bread and uses the same spread and drinks a cup of tea with the same mug every day. That's the way her day goes. If we were to ask what does peace mean for her, she would struggle to answer. Let's imagine a little bit more. One day she drops the mug and it shatters. She's distraught and can barely make herself get to work. She manages, and once at work, her colleague senses her difficulty.
0: He asks what happened.
1: Rachel tells about the disaster with the mug. His colleague listens and gently suggests it might help her to go and talk to somebody professional about her. Issues. The result of that, after considerable time and help by medication, Rachel begins to get a different perspective in her life. And some seeds of peace take root in her. You see, lack of peace can be restricting in many ways. There are countless stories about peace taking over many different forms. There are those who are brave and take on and fight against injustice. Some of us might think of the civil rights movement of the 1960s, or the anti-nuclear movement. Those who protest against environment, environmental destruction. You see, there are always people who are prepared to make difficult choices based on principles of justice and peace that they will not turn from, even when faced with abuse and opposition. Such things happen all the time around us.
0: But there also have been people who have lived a life where they dedicate themselves to praying. Praying for peace and well-being of the world.
1: But for most of us, that's not the way. The lack of peace in the world, the lack of this very noise and the pace of life all around us, may want us sometimes to retreat to a place where we can create a bit more peace around us. And we all need times of peace for our sanity. But we can't retreat. And Advent tells us that because the message of the incarnation for which we are preparing ourselves is quite the opposite. What we are seeing again is how God chooses to become involved in the mess of human life in such an extraordinary way. It points us to the understanding of how God longs for all people to live in peace, peace with each other and with the world we inhabit and how far God goes to help us out. This choice of God, this incarnation, is after all why we have Christmas to celebrate. We believe, as it says in John 3.16, But God so loved the world so much that he sent his one and only Son. In Colossians 1 we hear how Christ is the firstborn of all creation before all things and that God was pleased to have all fullness dwell in him and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or in heaven, by making peace through his blood on the cross. The Bible tells us that God is about peace. It has been right from the beginning of time, peace and reconciliation with God. But that must also mean that we must have peace and reconciliation with each other. For that to become possible, brings us to what perhaps is the core of the challenge of peace, something that we all face to be able to accept ourselves. Knowing the guilt and shame, the failure and obstinacy that seems to sometimes rule or overrun us. It is part of the gift of being able to share in worship That includes the prayer of forgiveness and assurance of pardon. not just routine formula, but it speaks from the heart of God how to make life live in hope, peace, joy, and love. Without this, we have little hope of being able to live in peace, peace that we all long for. It starts with us.
0: And how does God make this possible? The answer lies in the cradle and the cross.
1: There's not much peace in the story of Easter. Though the first words of the risen Christ are to say, peace be with you. There's not much peace in the stories of Christmas in Matthew and Luke. And for Mark, the Jesus story starts with John the Baptist calling people to repentance. When we zoom in on the Christmas scene, we are brought to focus in on the birth of a baby. A baby born in extraordinary circumstances. However we look
0: at it, we are being invited in there not just to look from a distance, but to come closer and ask if we are prepared, if we are prepared to accept and to cradle this helpless gift of God and to look after Him. It's a costly gift as Mary
1: knew herself but it's the way God imagined would address the deep yearning in the hearts of people everywhere, the desire for peace. That peace, that yearning, is not met by some vast promise of peace that could seem like a mirage. This yearning is met by something undeniably human get offered to us in the least threatening way possible, without power, without privilege,
0: a baby. As we imagine ourselves at that place, we can sense how our
1: yearning is being met. And I think that is why the Christmas story still captures the imagination of people who have no faith, no faith journey other than perhaps this one to come to Bethlehem. But let us also recognize and consider how all the pain and problems of the world can fall away as longing for peace finds its place. Let us remember that that same longing draws us into a greater yearning that we believe in
0: the heart of God. Why is the gift, this part
1: of God's own self, is given? In this child, the hearts of people and the hearts of God are inseparably linked. And that is enough for us to believe in peace. This child, this peace, is not a concept. It is about us right here and now and how we carry this peace in our
0: lives as we go out through those doors. In the silence of your heart, consider how you can bring peace to someone's life, a neighbor, a friend. normally end
1: services by reading number six. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you
0: peace.